Hi guys, welcome to our Precious Thoughts, our first podcast episode. I'm Vixens, I'm your local Vegas thought, and we have Malice. Hi, I'm Malice, and I was also once a local Vegas thought. Now I live in Chicago, and I'm excited to be on this podcast, starting this project with my bestie. Period. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this podcast is going to be about our lifestyle blog and we're focusing on finding some solutions to our daily struggles, sharing our experiences with the world and I'm mostly excited to be talking with my best friend and kind of, you know, getting advice from each other doing some girl talk, and we hope our listeners pick up some advice or get a little laugh at least out of this yeah. and and we should say a disclaimer right emma yes yeah um, what's our disclaimer a disclaimer that we are not in any way medical professionals or mental health expert any expert of any kind we are barely high school graduates so just keep that in mind while you listen to this yeah i had a stint at community college so I, you know, a little more credible. <laughs> I'm a little more credible. I didn't receive an associate's degree, but you know, I did a little stint so I can help you. You know, yeah. I can help you with some things. Um, but yeah, mostly, mostly this is to you know do a little girl talk and mm-hmm. just you know I love my bestie Emma. Do a little warm up. How? Where are we at today? How are you feeling today, Emma? I'm great. I'm chilling i went to the gym i made some chickpea curry my recipe will be on my youtube channel oh did you make a youtube video making the chickpea curry yes i did oh, oh look at that <laughs> look at that <laughs> how's your day what you do my day so i woke up and i did some journaling so I've been trying yeah. to take journaling seriously lately, like actually writing out logs, not just a to-do list, trying to get my thoughts out. That's so great. I did some of that. I've noticed though, I get a little too carried away. Mm-hmm. So it, I'll just like drink two cups of coffee and like write and doodle. And then I'm like, oh shit, I was supposed to go to the store. What am I doing? I'm just doodling. So. I need to set timelines for myself. Me too, honestly, because I had too much going on today, and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I need to be more organized. Yes, organization is important. I'm working on it. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. You know, I'm used to my trashy, disorganized life, <laughs> but I'm feel- different. I'm trying to be different now. <laughs> Well, that's good. At least you went to the gym. You know, I didn't work out. I really. Weren't you guys snowed in up there or something? Is it snowing a lot? Yes. I actually did go to the thrift store today to get this backdrop. I love it. And um, I know it's so classy. Yes, it honestly is. (laughs) I'm like classically Abby. Okay. I feel like her. I feel like she'd be proud. So I, I was like almost tripped in the snow the entire way there. And <laughs> Juwan, my boyfriend, is just gliding through the snow, like walking like there's no snow under there. And I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm like slipping everywhere, like slipping everywhere. And I it even got to a point where I was like, can you walk slower? You need to, you need to support me. You need to help me get through the snow. And he's like, that's your fault. You're unbalanced. I have nothing to do with that. And I'm oh like, that is true. True. I know if I was in the snow, I would have had a concussion by now. So at least you're unharmed. Yeah. I came back in one piece. <laughs> I came back in one piece. I was walking behind my boyfriend almost the entire time home. So you should you should have been walking behind you to catch your fall. That's what mm-hmm. I was saying. Men. <laughs> Men, right? <laughs> did you buy anything else at the thrift store? Did you overdo it or a little bit? No, so, I was tempted to overdo it. I wouldn't say I overdid it because I did a little retail therapy earlier. <laughs> I, I saw I had Ulta points. I saw twenty dollars worth of ultra points. Oh shit! Well, and I was like, I had to, so I bought my cart, even though it was over twenty dollars. I was just like, and and it was like, you have fifty days until your ultra points are expired. And I was like, I gotta act on this right. You gotta do it right now. What if you forget and then it's like you lost your twenty dollars? I'm not losing my $20. So I, I bought my everything that was in my car. It was mostly lip liners and two lipsticks. So since I did that, I didn't go crazy at the thrift store, but I did get a little tweed jacket and which I might wear next podcast because it's pretty cute. Cute. I'm excited. To and see like it. a $2 dress. So I think oh, that's, that's reasonable. What about you? How was your spending today? On our topic, first topic of retail therapy, how was your spending today? It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Today I controlled myself. Probably, honestly, it's because I was too busy like doing other things to like sit down and like browse through the internet. But I swear every single time I see like any like hair, like repairing stuff, like I just, it's so tempting to not just like spend a hundred dollars, but it's like, I really, let me just put some coconut oil on. But last night, actually last night I was having trouble with this because I did my taxes, which was a mistake. Um, I realized I owe a lot more than I anticipated. So then it made me open up, you know, other apps. And instead of filing my taxes, I went to go um buy some equipment that I know I didn't need but um luckily it wasn't loading like the website wasn't working (laughs) every time I went to check out it literally would not check out I know because I was like this is a sign I really do not need to be buying this and I know it's because I 100% it's because I went and did my taxes you know you ever get stressed out and then you're like I'm stressed out let me go unreasonably buy something right now yeah yeah what would you say your tr- since obviously taxes was a trigger <laughs> what would you say your shopping triggers are like what triggers you to be like i just i just need to buy something my triggers definitely unexpected expenses 
huge trigger, which is so bad because, you know, you should just deal with it. Like, but instead I push to the side and I go and buy something, which that's where it becomes a problem, you know, my spending. But what what's one of your triggers? What triggers you? This is going to sound funny because it should. I'm still, this is something I'm trying to work through. Mm-hmm. Because it's not necessarily, I wouldn't say it's negative. It's like whenever I do something I'm supposed to do or like Mm -hmm. I exert energy towards something that I know I'm supposed to do. Like say I pick up an extra shift at work, for example. Or for example, I go to the gym an extra time that week. Oh, well, I did something good. I... I want to be rewarded yes so like after the gym I did this the other day after the gym I worked I worked I worked out really hard I I have a trainer right now and I think I I don't know I did I could barely do it but I did it something crazy like 300 pounds I did like a squat with like a 300 pound weight something crazy that I was like I've never done that before but after the thing was instead of just taking it and be like celebrating that small accomplishment I'm like I need a material what can I get that materializes how proud I am of myself right now so I went to Marshall's and I bought a bunch of candles the old Alessandra though would have like fucking probably bought something really expensive so I'm trying to you know I'm taking it little step at a time to correct the habit like just Marshall's you know yes that's not bad yes And I feel like I do that too, like buy a bunch of small things. I can never bring myself to like make big purchases because I'm not like, I'm still cheap at the end of the day. Mm. (laughs) At the the end of the day, we're some frugal, you know, broke bitches. Period. But yeah, I I feel like it's not, it's not bad to treat yourself, you know, I feel like it's important, you know, like if no one's going to treat you, so you might as well treat yourself, you know. And going to the gym is a huge accomplishment. Is it? <laughs> no, but at first when I started working out, like it took me a lot to like bring myself to go. So like, obviously I would have to treat myself for going. I would get, I would always get a smoothie after the gym, you know, be like my little justifying a fucking $9 smoothie in my fucking hand, $10 with tip. But I'm like, I would not come to the fucking gym. So I'm like, this is no. my tea. But that's you know, tea. that's tea. And that's reality, really, though. It's like, sometimes I feel bad. I think mostly like, why do I feel bad? The people at the gym, you know, they've been going to the gym so long that that's routine and they don't have to feel that way. But me, I'm like, you have to. And if it gets you to go, then like, do it. Because now I don't do that because it's like just a part part of my routine luckily you know that really was what helped me to keep going with this like oh that smoothie that bomb ass smoothie you get afterwards (laughs) so everything in moderation right that is true everything in moderation like how do you manage how do you manage that balance though like if you have like a really bad urge to like shop but you know like it's not within your spending or like you know you know you shouldn't do it um maybe try like decluttering you know the opposite 
getting rid of some shit yes i'm like low-key a hoarder so like i always come upon like hidden gems i'm like oh my god i don't even know i have this shit which is horrible it's almost like it's it's shopping yeah i found something new and then plus you get like a two-in-one you find some old stuff you forgot about and you also decluttered your space so like who why wouldn't you be satisfied with that but yeah yeah it sounds like it almost is the same feeling as shopping like oh i found this yeah i've been trying to do that recently except Mm -hmm. i have a complete kind of opposite feeling i'm just like why do I still have this shit? It's more so like, not less, oh my God, yay, <laughs> I found something. It's more like, I feel like, and why the fuck did I keep this fucking sticker of like Scooby-Doo smoking a blunt that has like fucking dirt all over it? I mean, well, I have a problem with like letting go of stuff. Mm. So, well, like, takes a lot for me to like throw my junk out actually something funny i used to do when i really had no money and i like wanted had an urge to go shopping mm-hmm. i remember i would i would take like a long shower and i would um to make me feel like i'm like i don't know like wasting money this is when i was like really just like <laughs> crazy I, you know, that's not a good word to say, but I was crazy, okay? I was being crazy. I would just use a lot of soap. I'd use, like, half oh a my- bottle of soap. No, I... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because I'm, like, I'm wasting money, you know? That's a waste of money. <laughs> oh, my... I never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, that was a strange coping mechanism of mine, I would say. Because I really had no money to spend, you know? That's when I was like really broke here in Chicago, you know? When I first moved out, I was super broke. So I tried to find, you know, anything that could kind of scratch my itch. Mm -hmm. I got no money to spend. When I was like barely able to pay rent and everything, I would kind of, you know, I would do, I would just, which is also feeds into like, just like bad eating habits in general, I'll go down a 7-Eleven and rack it up. And I'm like, you know, like getting some chips or something, just buying something, you know, it would like satisfy both of my cravings, you know, cause I have, I'm like eating makes me happy and spending money makes me happy. So I get the best of both worlds. Well, I guess that kind of leads us into our next topic, huh? You know, getting the best of both worlds, but not indulging too much. How do we do that? How do we, how do we find balance? How do we indulge, but not let ourselves go too far? Like, what's our method? What's your method for that? Um, so honestly, what helps me and my excessive spending is practicing like mindfulness daily you know and like grounding so like some grounding techniques that I use are really simple like just putting you in the present moment being like reassuring yourself that you don't need this stuff like but some grounding techniques are like going for a walk enjoying like nature you know even if it's like you know I live in the six there's not much fucking nature but like 
you know, I go outside, I see a cute little tree. I see a cute tree. I see like some trees. Trees are cute. You know, yeah. And actually, you know, when in the middle of quarantine, you know, really going through it, really feeling alone, what I would do is go in my backyard and hug my tree. Feel the energy, absorb the energy from the tree. And it like, it's actually very calming. Like, and just being in nature in general is very calming. And it's like, it, you know, it um, puts you in the present moment. So you're not like focused on every single small, like inconvenience or like stress in your life or like, all everything around you that's going on in the world you know because this past year has been extremely hectic for everyone you know so definitely grounding yourself helps with like feeling impulse like you know feeling with that with um like holding back your like impulsive behavior of like spending or eating too much you know how do you keep balance I was going to mention grounding too. That's something that when I first started doing it too, it felt uncomfortable because it's something I've never done. Like, I feel like I was never fully in the present, but once I like got out of my comfort zone and started doing that, it felt nice. And there's always like different ways, like the method you're saying, like there's always ways to even elevate it once you get like used to that. Mm-hmm. Like, and then also like what you do is journaling. That's also like um, practicing mindfulness, like writing. I still don't do that, but you know, like what other techniques do you do? Yeah, like everything works different for everyone. I would say in the summer, cause it's here in Chicago, it's a bit hard to get out. Like, because it's it's so cold in the winter Mm -hmm. sometimes I still force myself kind of out to grant be or even when I go to the grocery store I like take the opportunity to something I do is I just anything that's like nature I'll just mention I'll acknowledge it in my head so like I'm like oh I acknowledge this like this I'll like give it a description like Mm -hmm. this really like this really twisted tree or this really tall tree or all oh, these like leaves that you can see poking out of the snow. I'll just kind of mention different things because I, in the neighborhood I live in has so people have so many gardens and it's kind of beautiful that it's all kind of withered away and just has snow on it. It mm-hmm. looks artistic, you know, like, so I noticed like all the shapes and patterns that are like naturally occurring from the plants, then I, you know, so I'm like here in the present. And also it makes me realize like, hey, when I lived in Vegas, I never experienced this. Like I'm grateful for being able to see the whole circle of these plants, like my neighbor's plants in their front yard. Like I can see their entire life cycle. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, I I guess I never really thought about that. But yeah, that is really cool to be able to experience that. Cause yeah, you don't experience that here. There's two seasons mainly. hot and cold yeah (laughs) Yeah, the plants in Vegas I noticed like the I mean many people have desert landscape so Mm -hmm. the plants don't even really change at all anyway at least growing up my plants in my front yard never change they stay the same the whole year round which is not bad it's easy to maintain it's just it's nice to see you know it's like watching a person grow a little Mm -hmm. bit and 
before I started practicing grounding, I, when I walked around, I was in my head, you know, I'm thinking, oh, this about this going on or whatever I'm angry about or my job or like work drama. And then now I'm like, I take the time that I'm outside to like connect mm-hmm. with the universe, you know, and maybe that's just me being spiritual Mm-hmm. like trying mm-hmm. to be spiritual like I just want to be when I'm outside because I spend so much time you know writing when I'm journaling I'm writing about myself I'm writing about my life I'm writing about my yeah. thoughts like I sh- try to take a moment every single day to let myself go mm-hmm. and let myself be kind of you know completely one, one. one. <laughs> yes I feel that Yes, plants and actually like house plants have helped, have helped me too. Like taking care of something, even if it's just like a plant, you know. Yeah, that's something I've wanted to get into. How did you kind of start getting into house plants, though? Like, where did you begin? Because I know this isn't something we said we want to talk about, but I am actually genuinely interested because I've been doing information, but I don't really know where to start. Mm-hmm. So I started because actually, um, like I would get receive like plans as gifts and everything, and like that's so meaningful, like a present that I have like take care of too, especially. Mm-hmm. And then every time I take care of it, I, it's reminded reminds me of the person that gave it to me and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it was Aunt who got me my first plant, and then it just kind of spiraled out <laughs> from there. And I have like fifteen plants, but. Mm-hmm. That's you actually know. really sweet. Yeah, and it's just like, it's a great gift. Like, who doesn't love a plant? Like, even like a little. But um, <clears throat> that's really sweet. Honestly, I feel reflected in how chaotic my life was by the presence of people giving me. How nobody has ever got me a plant. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and everyone. <laughs> has always got me something I don't know like either makeup or just money or weed yeah (laughs) which isn't bad you know like I'm grateful and I appreciated those things at the time it just makes me look back it's like I am you know I I wasn't probably able to take care of a plant but it's something I want to start doing now yeah I definitely have had many fails like you really gotta figure out which one works like which plants work in your house but yeah, it, ha- it helps like just focus on something else for a second, even if it's just like, you know, literally just watering a plant and then like mm-hmm. watching it grow is so like, so satisfying, you know, like, cause I don't want no damn kids and <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, ex- like ex- right now, <laughs> you know, I get you. It's like if it, it like satisfies that need to like of something relying on me and everything without mm-hmm. it being like the responsibility of like someone else. But also, also what helps actually bring me like <clears throat> in the present moment that I've recently gone into probably this past past like year and a half and like has grown since quarantine is like my crystal collection like I love crystals I love giving people crystals I love receiving crystals like it's just like such like a tiny like thing to like that yes literally I agree and actually I felt I got into it because of you mostly 
because I saw that you had some and I was like you know I'm gonna get one I'm like that's literally how I started was like I'm gonna get one like what's gonna happen and then I just yeah I like loved having them around yeah and then you look into like into them and then you just want to grow it you just want more and then they're just so beautiful and like they literally they make me feel better you know like like um going out in public I can't handle that especially like being quarantined you know you don't get out so like being anxious going out before was like already an issue and now it's an even bigger issue because I'm not like adjusted right Mm -hmm. so carrying crystals with me like literally in my hand like in the middle of a grocery store like calms me down because it's like you're fine like you know obviously it's more I know that that fear of being in public is stronger for other people like obviously carrying a crystal around isn't gonna solve that for some people but you know like a little helpful reminder that like you're okay it's okay yeah it really those little things really add up though it was like adding little things really helps with like mental balance and really everything like body balance like just those little things add up like if it comforts you like what's the wrong with it really like I didn't even know those things comforted me until I started getting them and I you know I tried to get them for some of my friends they don't comfort them that's okay with yeah me because yeah. I you know I tried to put, yeah, you made I that tried. Mm-hmm. yeah same too like I always like because I, I feel helpless like everyone you know has these has everyone has their own issues you know and like I want to help as much as I can but there's only so much someone can do so if it's like you know would I you know give out a bracelet I'm like this will guard you get rid of negative energy yeah (laughs) get rid of your negative energy you know just wear it you know and yeah I've gotten like mixed signals like for some friends like it does really help them for others you know they just leave it on their windowsill, which I'm like, it's, it's okay. But, you know, if it does help, that's great. If not, then, you know, it's yeah. the notes, right? Yeah, the way I see it is like, it's a piece of me. And if they want to care, if they appreciate it, like I, that's cool. But like, whatever works for them, really. How do you convince somebody <laughs> about that? Like, I don't think you really can, you know, that like this stuff kind of yeah. works. Mm-hmm. either some people pick it up or don't but I realize like I don't know I have a bunch I have very um hard-headed people within my immediate family that I you know try to like course into like doing certain things for the better the good and you know but you have to find what they are into you know and then like kind of like sneak it in there you know like you can tell someone you can talk someone's ear off all day and like try to push them but it's really like on them to see for themselves you know um yeah something I like I've been reading like at first I also was like well with my whole I feel like my spirituality journey started really at the beginning of quarantine because before that I didn't give one fuck mm-hmm. I didn't care I was I call myself agnostic I'm like if there's something out there cool like don't really mm-hmm. care 
-hmm. and then I started looking more you know reading more spiritual stuff Mm -hmm. when I was like the beginning of quarantine and honestly well we have our we tried to do a little euphoria inspired makeup but there's actually a quote from there that I really like it's like like you need to believe in a power beyond yourself mm-hmm. like you need to believe in something beyond yourself yeah to motivate you to like live basically mm-hmm. which was my issue was I was just so wrapped in the world of Alessandra Mm-hmm. Or, well, my, my name here is Malice. I was wrapped up in the world of Malice, okay? And so I was like, crystals, like, mm, only Wook girls like that shit. Like, you know, like, oh, that's for, like, white girls with dreads. Like, yeah. that's not for me. Like, I, I was I'm looking at everything at the surface level without doing mm-hmm. any research. So I started reading yeah, more books. Yeah. Yeah, that's it was easy for me to kind of categorize everything into this like, uh, no, I'm above that. Like I'm beyond everything, which I don't want to, you know, like I, I sound like an asshole right now, but really I had like an I was an asshole. I'll admit it, you know. And then I started reading more things, reading Alan Watts. He's kind of like he writes, he kind of converts a lot of Buddhist or like Eastern traits, like traditions and thinkings through the western eye which is like um you know more like I grew up catholic so he kind of described a lot of things in ways I would understand Mm -hmm. which is how I feel about a lot of you know a lot of like you know like even things like crystals it's like how is this any different than wearing like a virgin mary bracelet or having a rosary on you like how is this really any different Mm -hmm. and I think really like with getting into it like you have to you know these are all tools for us you know so you have to admit that you need some sort of help and guidance you know and I feel like a lot of us you know don't want to admit it don't want to admit that we need help which you know takes is the first step and then like finding something that resides with you rather whether it be like religion like whatever type of religion you you know connect with or spirituality you know so I think it's really about like accepting accepting help basically you know we could all use some help oh yeah (laughs) yeah I mean that's you know like I'm like why even have a podcast you know we're helping each other like what's the what's the purpose in life if we can't accept help Mm-hmm, true yes right I love that it's beautiful you know what also helps what helps Emma if if we were taught more about our vaginal health at a younger oh, age. What, what a what a segue what a segue <laughs> to our next topic which is hygienic balance yeah, because we were talking about, you know, mental balance. We kind of went off. We kind of went yeah. off, you know. Yeah. We, we went off a little, but it's okay. It's okay because, you know, believing in a higher power, something beyond yourself, that does bring some balance and calmness to yourself. Mm-hmm. Just like how listening to your vagina will bring you some balance. 
and a lot of balance a lot a lot of balance if you if you listen if you listen to her she'll tell you everything you need to know yeah, who's good yeah. who's not you know what I mean you all know what I mean because you know we have these certain people that we probably see and that we have issues with after we see them like reoccurring bb <laughs> Reoccurring BB. Okay, what what do we do with reoccurring BB? Because this is this is actually a problem I have heard from so many people. And at first, like I told, we were talking about this earlier. At first, I felt you know weird about. I've never gotten BB. I maybe I don't even know. I didn't see it, but I've gotten yeast. I didn't even know BB. Yeah, I've got so many. And I was like, oh, I'm disgusting. Because I remember there's this Adam Sandler movie or something where the chicken. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Why am I basing my life off an Adam Sandler? Like anything from my life off an Adam Sandler movie, right? Well, that's the kind of white trash America I grew up in that I learned about life from Adam Sandler movies, okay? And um, so in this Adam Sandler movie, the lady is buying Vagicel at the store. And she's getting clapped oh my god wait are you sure it's adam sandler is it not me myself and irene i thought adam sandler was in the movie oh my god (laughs) you're wrong is it a different white man who's in the movie yeah it's jim carrey is (laughs) it Because I literally, I literally saw that last night because I saw that on Hulu and I'm like, what if this movie's on Hulu? I'm like, this is an old ass movie. And wait, I remember what? the scene. Oh, so, wait. He's, and yeah, Adam Sandler's not in that movie. Period. <laughs> so I'm confusing all the white actors together. Which all the white men actors together. Just- I'm sorry. It's Jim Carrey. But she buys Vagisil and she's getting clowned. That's yeah, it. he embarrassed her and was like, someone is baking um, bread and it's extra yeast. Or some <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, T, that's, like, that's me, normal. <laughs> that's normal. Leave her alone. <laughs> right? Right? That's how, see, when I was a kid watching that, I was like, oh my God. So if that ever happens to me, it's like clowned, right? Like, I know you automatically go back to that scene where she's being like humiliated and like it's being t- talked as, as if it's nasty. Well, you know what? Men are <laughs> Why do we even get You're that? The why, why do we even get that shit, yeah, you know? Why do you think my pH balance is all fucked up? Sometimes I may have like consumed too much sugar because that can cause you to, you know, change in diet, whatever, whatever. But if the consistent, if the common denominator is after I see Mr. Whoever, then I know it's not because I'm drinking too much frappuccinos or whatever. Too many frappuccinos get a yeast infection? No, well, no, like changing diets. So, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm like, they just opened a Starbucks right by my house. Don't tell me that. Oh, man. no, you're good. You're good. Everything in moderation, right? Yes. But, um, BB is a pain. Yeast infections are a pain. I don't think I've had a yeast infection, but actually, I've just recently heard of BB within this past like year and a half since the past, last time I went to the gynecologist. But no, I'm just kidding. But like the last, um, year and a half like I never like growing up 
I have no one ever told me about bacterial vaginosis. Like, what the? F- so I'm like, what? Like, and it's actually extremely common. It's super common. <clears throat> and so when I was going to the gynecologist, I had to go a few times this past year. Like, what is going on? Like, I have recurring BB and yeah so I had it you know but like no one likes going to the gynecologist and because who the fuck does and that causes bread that causes money you know like yeah I got last time I went to the gynecologist and all I had was a yeast infection they sent me a I use I thought I used some health insurance no right you always give insurance and you always gotta pay like bread it was like $260 and all I had was a yeast infection no way what the fuck I had to pay 50 but I mean I still have to pay it I didn't pay it (laughs) I don't know what I did wrong but I they sent me a bill I didn't pay it but what is some ways that like I we can deal with BV is BV something you can deal with at home or is it like something you definitely got to get medicine for absolutely you could deal with that shit at home and because you know after the second time I went to the doctor and getting billed I'm like this is ridiculous like so I looked up some remedies and you can actually get some over-the-counter stuff which you you'll have to get online because I've gone to Walgreens and like all the like CBS and stuff and they don't carry it but boric acid depositories work amazing <laughs> they're just pills you stick up um and you can get them online um but yeah super cheap alternative than getting um medication but also you know bv is caused from an imbalance in your ph so to kind of monitor that i would recommend like everyone getting ph strips you know so you could just check whenever like if you feel like you have an imbalance there's like an odor or something you could check like what is wrong so if it's like it'll tell you if it's too this much like too sticky or whatever it's this or if it's too whatever (laughs) I don't know you know like it tells you what it could be and then also some other things some other like home remedies um to kind of keep your pH balance good is an apple cider vinegar bath or rinse you know like I know some people um after their menstrual cycles you know since your period blood is like acidic I know a lot of women have their pH balance gets messed up after um their period so if you do like an ACV bath or rinse you know that should clear it up also some things I didn't know that I looked up are like home remedies to like yeast infections and also BV um, is coconut oil for yeast infection. I know coconut oil is safe to use on your vagina and I'm sure we all saw that video. Wait, like if you feel irritation, you can use coconut oil or like how do you use the coconut oil down there? You literally just put it on your vagina, just like rub it in. Like but you have, to get, you have to get, like, a certain type of coconut oil, like, un, like, a, mm. like extra virgin coconut oil or something like that. 
I'm gonna link the website oh. where I got this information from down below too. So you can like, if you wanna look more into these home remedies, you can see for yourself and see if they work. But obviously like, <clears throat> you know, if, if you try these things and it's still like an issue, you know, then go ahead and see a specialist. But uh, I also said tea tree oil, but obviously diluted, you know, you would want to put tea tree oil directly onto your face, let alone your vagina. <laughs> and then hydrogen peroxide. That was something that came up that I was like, I've never heard of that. But I guess if you like dilute, if you do half hydrogen peroxide, half water, <clears throat> I guess that is. Ooh. That sounds, ooh, that's like I know, I'm like, wouldn't busy. that, right, and too, I'm like, wouldn't that, like, be, like, minty, be, like, kind of a little. See, the weird. girls, I'm on this little um, <clears throat> girl chat on mm -hmm. Tumblr, and we were all talking about this, and they mentioned the apple cider vinegar, mm -hmm. and they also mentioned just, like, taking a really hot bath to kind of, like, I don't know. They mentioned taking a really hot bath. We're none of us are experts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, they just told me that. With and something I think something I think about also is I'm like, ooh, like what about if you don't have a bath? Because I don't have a bathtub. So yes, like I don't either. <laughs> so what do you you said that you can do the apple cider rinse is there a specific yeah. type of apple cider you do or what's your method of using the apple cider vinegar since that's the one that I've heard most people use mm -hmm. and also I don't know about anyone else out there if someone could help us please what how do you dilute something properly because I've never been able to dilute tea tree oil properly it's always too strong so no yeah for real because I get like it like I always pour too much it always is like way too much so yeah if anyone can figure out how the fuck you can actually use oil without giving yourself a chemical burn but um for the for the apple cider vinegar you just need to get regular apple cider vinegar it could be any kind and then what I do is just take a solo cup just take a big old cup and I do just like a tiny bit of ATV and fill the rest up with warm water and then I'll just like you know just rinse her through rub her in and then I just I let her marinate overnight <laughs> oh so like you would suggest doing it don't even do another rinse of normal water yeah I don't I don't know if you should but, you let her marinate. Yeah, I let her marinate, and then I do notice that my mom pussy pH is all Gucci the next day. But like sometimes it doesn't it doesn't help. But also I believe that's because my like my BB was too far along. Like I had it too long for it, that to even like be effective, you know. So it was like, honey, that shit ain't like no amount of ACV is gonna help that, you know. Like oh, it's too long. But also, like, some things people don't talk about is, like, preventatives. You can, like, preventative actions mm. that you can take. This is something I don't know about. I definitely just, I'm like, well, my period's going to come. I'm just going to probably get a yeast infection if I use my Diva Cup. No, for real, Diva Cups give you a yeast infection? Mine I was looking at that. does. Okay, so mine does. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. 
if anyone can help me out, yeah, like, my diva cup gives me a yeast infection. So I prefer to use tampons, but sometimes I be broke. So I just use my diva cup and I'm like, well, here comes the yeast infection. So what can I do? What can I do to prevent it? I'd be free bleeding. But also I'm at the crib. I actually saw a TikTok that was like, normalized free bleeding i hit up all my friends asking hey can i come over i'm free bleeding i'm like that's very considerate to be asking i was like my gross i was like but i know it's like not that much to be leaking through onto your furniture you know well, that's so that's true that's, that's why true. i don't announce hey girl i'm gonna be over <laughs> but just so you know hey, I'm, free bleeding. I'm like that's so considerate and like I feel nasty now but I'm like it's like third fourth day period you know I'm barely you know everyone's periods is different yeah so I feel like you know paracon undies and some black some shorts under the pants (laughs) do the job for third or fourth day I think first day coming over at free bleeding I would personally be worried yeah like yeah no I would never I don't even like stepping on my my room when my first time period let alone going and free bleeding on someone else's couch oh man (laughs) she did ask asked her friends like I'm free bleeding can I come over that's what she said I was like little white girl violin on tiktok I was like but that's so like I mean, it makes sense. You should ask. For Someone permission. say no. <laughs> what was the response? <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I was just like, damn, I'm nasty. I'm not fucking ask no one. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, if any of my friends he- hear this, I'm just kidding. I don't. Um, I am free- not free bleeding on your furniture. <laughs> I do not free bleeding. And if you see a blood stain on your furniture, it was not me. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys are watching this, get over it. Anyway. (laughs) We're teaching you. We're teaching you how to get with the best of them, you know? Yeah, like, if you notice your girl's pH is off, like, babe, you need some book acid. (laughs) But you should know, because you'll be eating it. Yeah, you notice a little... (laughs) a little tangy today girl oh my god stop okay <laughs> i'm all in out right now i'm sorry okay let me like calm down like that like I'm let's gonna... get professional just kidding I mean, we're know. from vegas we don't need to be professional that's true so i'm gonna talk about you eating my booby my tangy pussy what <laughs> <laughs> my tangy pussy <laughs> Anyway, don't taste it. Let's let's look into it. It said, take your vitamins, vitamin C. I mean, it's good overall. Take that. Uh, And also, fun fact for you potheads, it will also um, get you higher. So, vitamin C or is there like vitamin C also zinc? Vitamin C zinc. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Except for I, t- yeah, no, yeah. Vitamin C and zinc for your stoner to encourage you to take your vitamins. Cause it actually did. It actually encouraged me. Cause I'm like, damn, like, and it's kind of sad that the only thing to make me take my vitamins is like ways to like lower my tolerance. 
but whatever works right yeah <laughs> also they said eating garlic more garlic which i don't have an issue with that i eat shit ton of garlic mm-hmm. every yeah. meal but if you're like if you don't like flavor in your food you might be lacking some garlic um, which we might need to help you on a separate episode yeah. with that period and then less sugar in your diet which could you know couldn't that's for everything less sugar in your diet could be for everything and yeah but also these at-home remedies are no way to replace your gynecologist if you have serious issues (laughs) if you experience bleeding when you're not menstruating in pain after intercourse, um, sores on your anywhere genitals, you know, um, ACV is not going to help that. Boric acid isn't going to help that. So go see your gynecologist. Also men, fun fact, like most men don't show symptoms, you know, mm. get your checkups. Yeah. You know, no, they won't, but it's very important. But... <laughs> That is very important. That is very, getting those checkups are very important. You know why it's good to get your checkup? Because you are transferring, not only are you transferring SDs, you're transferring energy. Mm -hmm. That's, that is our next topic. And that's true if like, what, how can someone who doesn't take care of themselves reflect that, I hit the mic reflect that onto somebody else not only in the way of stds but also just with themselves and their huh. their energy protecting their own energy how can it how can we protect our energy so that we don't reflect any negativity onto other people that we're around or sleeping with or seeing for all the single ladies out there who want to yeah. see someone new how do they protect their energy and not feel drained by somebody else what what should they do Fuck. Emma. <laughs> i was like i don't know I, what should i do i don't know, like shit shit man fuck i need technique no um so um setting boundaries make your partner wear protection don't be okay with not wearing protection i'm not speaking to anyone here Wow. Is the person not in a relationship isn't you because you're in a relationship. I'm not talking to you. Well, part of me also is like, even if you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. so yeah. Right. Like, you know, be there is still should be that protective measures. Like, I don't like why is there this like idea that oh we're in a relationship we don't need to use protection I mean I'm not gonna say I don't you know (laughs) I don't participate in that in raw dogging it you know but I you know I've been in situate sticky situations because I'm Mm -hmm. like I'm in a relationship I don't need to be protected or whatever and then I'm also broke yeah so i'm also like a trashy bitch yeah (laughs) i can't take care of a baby which if you are a broke trashy bitch and you want a baby like more power to you like like more power to you like 
get that support system get your family along like get everybody involved change your life do it yeah I can't I am not in a position right now to do it you know yeah so yeah no one's ready for that shit and no one has money for children like we don't have I mean if you do cool but you know for most of us mm -hmm. and speaking on energy transfer like with your kids like that's the biggest energy transfer ever like they absorb everything like how can you full like have your kid absorb all this like kind of loose ends that I have inside myself like I don't want to have a kid Mm -hmm. because like why would I want my kid to absorb all this shit that I have to deal with while they're alive Mm -hmm. since I decided to have them unexpectedly yeah it's pretty self selfish you know you're not thinking about your spawn and how it's gonna affect them when they grow up and they're fucked absolutely you know Planned Parenthood's my best friend hurry and and (laughs) even though they're expensive just fucking do it it's less it's cheaper than going to gynecologist getting billed $200 is cheaper than having a child. It is cheaper than aborting a child. Walk up to Planned Parenthood. They'll give you plenty of them. Yeah, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Just make you know, instead of going to the gas station to get some condoms, go to Planned Parenthood, get some free condoms. Yeah, think ahead of time. Like, even if you're like, I don't know when I'm going to have sex. Just be like, oh, yeah. no. Like if you're in school, like they're they give them away. It's college. If you're, you know, you're by any type of center, like for youth, mm-hmm. any center for youth, yeah, LGBT sure, yeah. youth, or yeah. even just like a teen center has them. Like so many places, there's so yeah. much like accessibility with that, and like that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's great because, you know. It's expensive. It gets expensive, but it's more expensive if you're reckless with it. And if they don't want to use protection, then you shouldn't even that you shouldn't even entertain it. Um, Why? Why? (laughs) This could be a personal call out. Yeah, for sure. But why? Why was? What about if? What about people who are like, okay, they don't want to use protection, but I'm still going to do it anyway because I'm already here. What, why would somebody do that from your own experience? Or like, I mean, I know I've done it. Why did I do it? I don't, because, okay, well, I have a thing with setting boundaries. You know, it's obvious, like, I have a problem with boundaries. And, you know, I just, even though I would prefer it, you know, it's also that fear of like, which is like ridiculous, but the fear of rejection, like, oh, if I don't have it, will they even want to, you know, be with me or whatever, which is ridiculous. Like, but you know, these are all rational and in all those, those, I think those two things were like going through my head. And I feel like I have the tendency to kind of, um, <clears throat> Yeah, overlook personal boundaries, you know, and like not set them in, like going into the things, you know, into meetings with people or whatever. It's good to have like that. And I, um, 
like boundary set going into mm-hmm. it you know when I went in I, I didn't didn't you know so when you know the question was asked are you clean <laughs> is it okay <laughs> I was Wait, like I am but are you yeah I was like are are you really the one that should be asking that but you know not setting boundaries I just kind of let what the other person wants to do and let it take over and then obviously that ends up with you going to the gynecologist with reoccurring bv and a possible chlamydia scare but mm-hmm. you know lesson learned and that's the thing is it happens to too many people <clears throat> i'm like why why is this not talked about more why are pe- why are we not more aware of this it's and then because it people it that's so hard it's hard to accept like that you know like I am scared, like admitting that admitting, like I am scared and I am uncertain, but I don't want them to not want to have anything to do with me. Hashtag self-love. Setting boundaries is self-love, you know, like, and also, I don't know. Well, it sounds like it's, it is transactional. It's like, if I want their time, I need to not care about that yeah true it's like if it's transactional it's like in order to get them to be or hang out with me even or like to have their time I need to compromise this part of myself that I at the time it's like it's easy like how can we you know how can we really realize it at the time we're with them like oh this is something that I realize I am disregarding Mm-hmm. I feel like oh yeah just going I felt comfortable going with the flow and now I'm like over time I realized the toll it's taken on me that I wasn't protecting my energy and letting everyone else's energy just into myself I'm in this constant cycle of like feeling comfortable but not really in this like inner turmoil with myself yeah. like mm-hmm. of being like okay I have to make sure they're energy is like they're all good basically because Mm -hmm. I'm compromised I'm basically compromising my boundaries I'm giving up my boundaries so they can feel comfortable which Mm. is something I'm now not okay with like if I have a problem I'm gonna talk to somebody about it if they're doing something I don't like like and that's only really something I started doing recently before I would just be like they're being whack like fuck Mm. them and I won't talk to them or if I see them I'll act cool with them Mm -hmm. And it's easier, you know, it's easier to do these things. It's easier to just be like, fuck them, ignore them and everything. It's easier to go with the flow. But then you realize that you're compromising way more than you think. And it's affecting you way more than you probably want to acknowledge, you know. So that's why it is important because all that shit just builds up. Mm -hmm, For sure. Then you're left in like uncomfortable situations and you know but if you clearly from the beginning state your boundaries or like when you notice that they're doing things that make you uncomfortable or you don't like like um sensory sense or whatever I don't know what you're saying how you can tell um I noticed that 
after it was over, you know, and I was by myself, how it made me feel, you know, and like sitting with it, you know, you could tell when things aren't mutual, when you're not being, there's <clears throat> um, that fear of losing this person, right? Of being like, oh, if I like say something, whether it's like someone you're seeing or even friends and family, you know, <laughs> like that fear that, oh, if I say how I feel and how they're making me feel that they're going to be mad at me or they're not going to be my life or, you know, like think the worst, you know? So, but I guarantee you like, <laughs> which is horrible, you know, that's, you know, I'm putting out negative energy and, you know, what, what's that going to give me? It's only going to give me a negative response and everything instead of, you know, obviously I'm, it is so embedded in me because that's how my parents acted, you know, like had a bad day at work, you know, looked at us and was like, you know, we're going to make you have a bad day too, you know? So it's like <clears throat> realizing that those are, you know, our parents like issues projected onto us and then we developed those and, you know, made them into the issues we have today. But the first step to like fixing it is like acknowledging it if you're able to see it and stuff like that and you want to change then you will that's so beautiful honestly it's a beautiful thing like I've met people who can't like acknowledge it Mm -hmm. like you at my age and even older people like older people who like it's mostly in older people because once they reach a certain age, I think they think they're past like changing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's honestly beautiful to be able to acknowledge. Like that is something that I'm like, why isn't this more celebrated? Right. I, yeah, it's a huge step because a lot of, you know, like you're saying, older people don't get to have this, don't get to have this realizations, you know, and we're so young. So it's like, we're able to see it and like fix it and stuff like that. But, you know, for some people, then they never, you know, are able to realize it. And, you know, for some people, people realize it, but think, oh, well, it's just how I am. It's too late. You know, I'm too old, this, that, you know, make excuses and stuff. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing, you know, like we all have our, underlying issues and traumas that we need to work through you know but um realizing and like taking accountability is the first step you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. creating a less toxic environment for yourself in your relationships because you know that will just carry on to your relationships and then you're stuck being miserable <laughs> yeah That's ultimately fun. with the whole world like yeah. that carries on with every person you meet because mm-hmm. like we were mentioning earlier that self-love like having that self-love and like wanting to see myself do the best that carries on to every person mm-hmm. like that energy transfers to everyone you meet like mm-hmm. if I re- genuinely want to see myself doing the best that I can do and be in the best position that I feel happy and I'm doing what I want to do like you then you can genuinely transfer that on to other people because how can you if you're always like down low Mm -hmm. and you see someone high up doing what they want to do and being happy how can you not be bitter really 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if yeah. Right. True. Cause you can only be upset if you're not doing the thing, if you're not living your life for you and like, like stopping being like, Hey, how is my action of it going to affect the next person, you know? And some yes. people, me like for a long time I didn't even realize it you know like because I'm just so used to doing it because like it's just how me and my family communicates <laughs> you know it's just like like oh I'm having a shitty day now you're having a shitty day you know but um but it took someone like one of my older friends telling me like telling me hey like you're being mean and it's unjustifiable because I did none of this to you so why are you taking it out on me and I was like oh damn like I really do do that huh like and then it made me feel bad because like they're a close person to me I don't want to I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable or like be like shit because you know because I had a bad day you know so it's like it really yeah you really sometimes people need to hear it, you know? So like assert your boundaries and you'll be surprised at like how people react. And if they, if I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, obviously I wasn't meant to be in their life, you know? And like, mm-hmm. I'm not a person and shit like that. So they shouldn't even be friends with me. But you know, after that, I was like, I still kept doing it, but like, <laughs> I've gotten better We're at it. learning. <laughs> yeah, that was like years ago, but I've gotten better at it. No, I, I- I agree. I, that is actually something I struggle with too. Is really? Oh my god, you probably got it from me then. Because I remember I would do that to you and like... I, I think st- we both do it. I'm just a little bit, I think, more low-key about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm very- just a little bit more low-key. I think Emma, Emma mm-hmm. is a little bit more outwardly, like, yeah. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. yeah from, and then, from my experience emma is way more outly like i'm pissed but if i actually do i feel like i it's like you're more like covert like you're out there wait no you're more overt about it and i'm more like covert like i'll just do little things i think in the room yeah, to make I people see. uncomfortable yeah. like mm-hmm. that can tell like oh alice i'm just clearly having a mood or, mm-hmm. sorry malice is clearly having a mood <laughs> Oh, yeah. like what's up with them like they're having a mood so mm-hmm. like we do I think we do the same thing but <laughs> in um different ways yeah which is something over the years it took me years to really kind of start getting over mm-hmm. like because because I what I noticed is I'm like I'm starting to attract people who do the same thing that I do yeah right yeah uh-huh. <laughs> because that, I'm pushing away funny that's the funny thing that shit's all gonna come back to you to be treating your best friends like shit yeah because i'm like why am i pushing away people who don't do this to me and then now i'm kind of attracting like uh, there was a period of time where i was kind of attracting people who did the same sort of thing and it would Mm -hmm. really make me feel bad because i'm like dude I literally just came home from school. I haven't seen you all day or like something like that. Like, I don't know. This this has been a variety of people I've hung out with. Um, and I'm like, what's up with you? Like, why are they funny. acting stank? Like, I literally haven't seen them all day. And it's funny how, you know, it's very clear for us to see how they're doing it to us, you know, but like, it's like, 
wow why are you doing that to me and it's like I wonder why mm, it's like because I let I felt comfortable doing that with myself so obviously you feel comfortable doing it to me because it's like I do the same shit and it I, that's what really it for me I'm a person who really takes that reflection of myself because I'm like mm-hmm. why am I so irked by this I feel like my spirit my energy gets extra irked by something they're doing and I have to acknowledge it and think like why am I so pissed off at this yes and I'm like <laughs> it's because I do it mm-hmm yeah a literal trigger like literally living with my sister um bruh we're like we are walking like triggers to each other you know because most of our triggers what come from our childhood yeah Uh and what we share the same childhood wow yeah we know exactly it was like lining up there's like the lining up with those like triggers yeah. I feel it's that. Like exhausting but it's like well I mean it's within me too you know type of thing and yeah. you know what that that's why it's important to acknowledge and reject these sort of coping mechanisms we developed you know negative coping mechanisms as far as like what is projecting you know what it, why do we do it why because we're stressed because more unhappy with ourselves you know so it's important to acknowledge and to you know find different ways or you know figure out where it's stem from and how you can look at it differently you know I think when did you realize that projection though like when did you realize that you were projecting like you're upset like being upset onto other people because that's something that I think people do is like well I'm not happy why are they happy like when did you really start to realize that projection was going on mm, well I know because when when my friend pointed out you know that you're projecting and it's like unreasonable so that really like someone actually telling me like hey <laughs> you need to chill and then also I noticed like your inner voice, you know, like you get so upset, you get, you know, jealous, you get, you start comparing a lot too, you know, and then the, I just, I just feel like that fuels, you know, you projecting onto like your unhappiness onto others is like really your inner dialogue and like <clears throat> how you see yourself and your And like that, I was obviously lacking a lot of self-love, you know, so Mm -hmm. it was hard for me to see that it was like myself that was like sabotaging my relationships and everything. And that I don't think there was like a definite like Mm -hmm. moment, you know, I just noticed throughout time that I'm I'm just, I wake up unhappy and I want to make someone else unhappy too, because Mm -hmm. I want to and that and like I don't like being like that like so much energy for what you know so much energy to nothing yeah it sounds almost unconscious and it sounds like it's an unconscious drain of energy too yeah absolutely like you don't realize how important like your inner dialogue is you know and how you view things you know like looking at me right now I like get down and out about what I've done this past year or whatever about um, losing my job, um, 
I don't know, still not having my license and stuff like that, like being stuck, being stuck. I feel like that's it. Being stuck in the past and stuff like that really mm. is what makes it worse too. Cause like, like at a young age, like, you know, 19, my, I got my driving rights provoked for me, you know? <laughs> and I was very bitter for like years. Cause I'm like the one thing that like was my escape got taken from me, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and I would just always like blame every small inconvenience. I would like freak out and like blame it on, oh, well, if this didn't happen then like I wouldn't be where I am or I wouldn't be so like bitter and like I wouldn't be struggling and stuff like that, which is like mm-hmm. not the way to look at it at all, you know? Like that shit did happen. You know and it's unfortunate but it's like what am I gonna wake up every day and like be upset you know like mm-hmm. but what did I gain from it you know like I'm 100% more appreciative of what I have and like even though like I don't have this big part of what I thought was like my life which was like you know, the freedom of driving and stuff like that. It actually like brought me closer to my parents, surprisingly, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it brought me closer to my family. It brought me closer to my true friends, you know, because, you know, I drive out way the fuck to <laughs> bum fuck nowhere to come see me. So I'm right. like, you know, it really weeds out the people that like genuinely like are there for you and stuff like that. And like, so really yeah, inner dialogue not being stuck in the past like really help and like rejecting rejecting all that negativity and shit you know mm-hmm. because, save that shit yeah. save that shit like for real I feel that like something I would say is that kind of brings us back to mindfulness a bit like just being in this present moment and not constantly cycling back yeah. to this bad event that happened it's like that's why I'm like this I mean especially with like having a bad childhood it's so easy like it's almost like a crutch it's like it's almost like it's like a guilty pleasure to be like well I'm so bad and I'm so this it's justified because yeah it's right yeah and I'm like, why am I justifying this? Because like, I'm not like, you know, like I don't need to, you know, why am I justifying bad habits or bad behaviors or like constantly being in a spiral of negativity because I had a bad childhood, which is like, you know, like that's valid to process that. Like everyone processes yeah, that absolutely. in their own way, but it's like, why is that my crutch? Why is that my excuse for everything when right. I'm an adult and I am nurturing myself? period and yeah I feel like that it's important of course to acknowledge that and like nurture that nurture your inner child and stuff like that (laughs) and your trauma and I feel like just like when we get to a certain age we start reflecting on our childhood and that's when it really like messes us up because then you realize everything that happened to you and how horrible it was or then it kind of sends you into this like kind of spiral but you know it's ultimately up to you whether you want to stay down there and stay like stuck and let you know this traumatic event like justify your every move you know and it took it takes years you know and you know I'm still 
I'm still going through, you know, I don't think it's like something you fix, you know, overnight or like mm -hmm. you realize and you're like, oh shit, this is why I have this really bad um, substance issue or, you know, whatever bad coping mechanism you developed from it. Yeah, like um, our shopping or yeah, our, shopping, or, right? <laughs> our bad choices and who we give our energy to, you know what I yep. mean? <laughs> yep. And no, this is it, all things, you know, yeah. coming from the perspective, like I'm 24. You're how old are you, Emma? I'm 23, about to be 24 in March. Yeah. Yes. Oh, coming up, Pisces season, one more month, one more month. Period. Yeah. So, you know, we're still young. So we're still coming mm -hmm. from like a, you know, a young perspective. Like mm -hmm. I felt like, uh, like what ages would be like the prime reflection? I felt like I didn't really start fully reflecting and I was mostly either living in like the future trying to like really speedball myself into like mm -hmm. the future mm -hmm. or then I was like wait why am I speedballing myself into the future when will all this stuff happened to me in the past yeah. now I'm stuck in the past what, what was the prime age for you for to start reflecting or processing because I felt like mine was like 21 yeah definitely I think it's yeah around that age <clears throat> I think around 1920 is when I started realizing it and like taking it all in and that takes a couple years to process takes more than a couple years to process around 21 22 is when I was like right well well that happened now what <laughs> right right yeah how'd you turn those pain that pain into positivities hmm. which I'm not saying like we always have to be positive because I think that's so toxic like oh yeah definitely I watch a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of them are just like always change it to like always be positive yeah. like affirmations every day and I'm like I'm gonna be real with you not every day I wake up wanting to affirm myself and even if I don't even though I'm not saying like just because I don't want to I'm not going to do it it's just like I don't have the energy to even affirm myself be like you a bad bitch mm -hmm. you're a bad bitch like oh you are you're amazing you're right hard like I can't you have everything you want your parent you know like yeah no. I'm unable to do that so really for me my affirmation is just like I'm not perfect know and mm -hmm. like that's okay like right and even when I don't feel like it I just find little things to try to like be yeah. happy about like oh my god like I really like I'll do like one house renovation like I really transformed the place like I'm happy about yes. that even like when it's not something in myself I guess this kind of goes back to grounding it's just like when it's not even something about myself, but something that I did and put energy in, I'm like, I am so happy about that. Or cooking something like a nice meal, like some trying a new recipe. I'm just like, I did that, you know? It's yeah. like, I just feel like some, some, like some things I read just put too much pressure on like always looking internally and being mm -hmm. like, you're, you are amazing. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> helps. Yeah. Like celebrating little accomplishments. I feel like, you know, the internet social media makes it seem like that's realistic you know because you see these pretty perfect people and shit and then you're like fuck like I'm doing it wrong 
But it's right? like, no, like they, they trust me, and they're not running out 100% every day either. Where they are, they're on drugs. Which more of them, just saying, T, more of them are on drugs than you think. Yeah, than you think. Okay, than you think. Okay, so let's not get into it. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's not get into it. Okay, so they're on the same trashy life shit that I am on, which I don't. I'm not promoting anymore. <laughs> I would not say I'm a trashy life promoter anymore. I'm, you know, I'm a precious thought. I'm a precious thought. I'm a yeah, precious thought crazy. now. Okay, and balance, then self love. Yeah, balance. So I feel like we kind of covered all of our topics a bit. We did. You know, we we kind of bled into everything. What are some final last words that we have to say about, you know, balance, retail therapy, kind of hygiene, energy transfer? What is, what are some last parting words? We're someone break, we're protection, hashtag balance, and love, love, darling. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 But yeah, like... Yeah, I hope you had some hashtag realizations. Yeah, I, you know, I did have some hashtag realizations. I'm like, what are my coping mechanisms that I still kind of have to let go? I'm like, you know, obviously retail therapy is one of them. Mm-hmm. That I'm like slowly getting better at. Like maybe one day I won't even go to Marshalls. Right, yes. We like can't. that's better than Sephora, but it's like still an issue that isn't a good great coping mechanism Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely but and also like still since like I said like I'm still learning how to set my boundaries it's like same it's hard this is hard yeah it's like how can I how can I signal myself like I need to assert a boundary or like that's something I'm leaving myself with and maybe others can kind of think wow, that makes me realize I don't assert boundaries and I let everyone's energy onto myself. And that's exhausting, especially for empaths, which I feel like we're all, you know, empathic in our own ways, you know? So like, guard your energy in every single way. Let go. Yeah, let go, let go. Oh, that brings me my intention before we really leave. My intention for my whole new year I finally figured out what my whole intention is I'm 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 letting go of fear what's your intention Emma yes honestly well I don't have new year's things but like literally honestly fear basic period because you know I realize things that you hate the most you fear the most could like push you the farthest you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I'm saying you know you I know. agree I agree we get too in our comfort zone like mm-hmm. that's why I'm glad I'm even doing this because like I'm like you know the old malice would be like I don't want to be on camera I don't want to be vulnerable like yeah. why would I want to expose myself like this like why would I want to be vulnerable like this but I'm like why am I so scared of being vulnerable right. like I'm letting go of that fear mm-hmm Especially because I'm like, I get to do this with my bad bitch best friend. Period. Right? Why- that's, that's the best part. Like, 
Bruh, I love you. I'm like so grateful that I'm, you know, able to work on something with you, you know, being all like, bruh, goals, dreams. We're living it. I know, for real. I'm like, I'm, why have me and Emma like not done something together? But now we are. So stay tuned for our next podcast, for our next episode of Precious Thoughts. It's going to be coming out what next well we're gonna release this this friday right friday we're releasing this this friday and then we're gonna have another episode next friday and we're gonna you know keep talking on these little lifestyle topics and i guess we're getting pretty spiritual i would say it's like lifestyle and spirituality yeah period but Love you guys. Thanks for yes. watching. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you'll be back for more. And you know, comment some shit you if you have advice. Cause we didn't really cover the whole peroxide shit. Like what? yeah, if anyone's trying to put in tiger <laughs> like peroxide on their pussy, <laughs> please write down below. What was that like? I'm curious. But what was yeah. that like? If you have any medical advice or if you have any suggestions or if you just want to say hi, comment down below. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and then-